Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity show. This is the place where busy leaders and those who aspire to be come to get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership with less sacrifice in their life. And today we're talking about self-confidence and why it is critical to your leadership journey. Now, here's why this is something that you should invest in, because it allows you to show up as your highest and best self. You are walking the talk with your team. You are setting the example, not only for the people that maybe work for you, but the people that work with you. And it is an energy that you send out that even your clients and customers pick up on. It allows you to be more accomplished as a professional because you're more willing to take risks. You are more willing also to embrace the feedback as a result of the risks that you take, incorporate it, and then up-level from there. It allows you as an individual, as a professional, to continue to move forward. You don't get hung up on things. You don't get stuck as much. Um, You're able to rebound more quickly after a setback. So again, you're taking that feedback, using it to your advantage, and then up-leveling from there. And side bonus, when you work on becoming more self-confident, it also helps you to be less mired in that self-critical thinking. We can be our own worst enemies. And as a matter of fact, I am convinced that we say things to ourselves that we would never say to another human being. So here's what you need to know about it. It's a process. Building self-confidence in yourself, in your leadership journey is not a destination. It's not a quick fix. It's not the, here's the one thing that you do and then you're done and you never have to think about it again. It is a process. It is a journey. And along with all the other metaphors, it's like a muscle. Okay. So it's something that you build over time. And here's the interesting thing. When it comes to self-confidence, you already have it. It is inside of you waiting to come out. And likely this is something that you experience in another area of life. So consider the different areas of life. So you have your career, what you do uh, for work. You have health and fitness, your physical body spirituality, a connection to source or something bigger than you, relationships, usually an intimate relationship, family, uh, relationships with your family members, and personal development, anything that you do to improve yourself outside of your physical body. When you consider all these areas of life, more than likely there is a particular area or particular areas that you have more confidence in. So, you know, maybe you are on a health and fitness journey, or maybe health and fitness is something that's really important to you. You are disciplined, you feel good, uh, you get your exercise in, you eat well, you, you drink enough water, do all the things that allow you to feel confident in your physical body. Maybe you are more spiritually minded. And you have a healthy practice around meditation or yoga and 
you know, spirituality, maybe you attend church regularly, maybe there is some other way that you have fellowship, but you feel really good about your spiritual practice. So consider other areas of your life. You may have confidence in other areas that can be applied to the area that you want more self-confidence in. So considering the areas that you have more confidence. So as a woman in leadership, as an emerging leader, someone who aspires to leadership, how do you build more of your self-confidence? Well, you can start with that examination of the other areas of life. Where do you feel more confident? What allows you to feel more confident about that area of life? What is it that you do? What are your habits and your strategies? Once you get clear on those, you may be able to apply them in your leadership. But the one strategy that is the easiest place for you to start to build more self-confidence is really getting clarity on who you are. Who are you as a person without the labels? You know, because when I ask people, when I ask my audiences who they are, I get answers like, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a husband, I'm a CEO, I'm an analyst, I'm a financial advisor, I'm a realtor. And yes, that is a piece of who you are. But what I would really like to tap into is who are you without the labels? So going underneath that, and if you could describe yourself without using a label, what is it that you would say about yourself? So for instance, some of the things that I say about myself are that I am a woman who loves to feel the sunshine on her face. I love to be outside on the water. I love to spend time with my family. I cook to show my love for people. And I dance in the kitchen while I cook. It, you know, that is just something that's deeply important to me. My family is so important and I fiercely protect my family. If somebody threatens my family, that doesn't go over too well. I'm also a woman who likes to drive maybe a little fast. I have a competitive uh, sort of uh, edge to my being. So when I think about who I am without the labels, those are some of the things that I think of. You know, I care about relationships I am protective of relationships. I like to show how I value people. And I do that with cooking. So it may not neatly translate into your leadership journey, but how can you bring more of the essence of who you are into your leadership role, into your work at your organization? So for instance, if you care about people and are protective of relationships, how can you bring more of that into your interactions with your, your clients or your coworkers? Uh, if you enjoy making people feel special, how can you bring more of that that you are into your role and display that in your work environment? So start thinking about who you are without the labels. Ask yourself that question, notice what pops up as a result, and start bringing more of that into the workplace because that is who you are authentically. And when it comes to building self-confidence in your leadership journey, the more authentic that you can be, 
the more that people pick up on that, that they know that what they see is what they get. They understand who you are. You are easier to follow and build an environment of trust and loyalty in the workplace, the people that work with you, the people that work for you, and even clients, customers, and uh, people that you serve as part of your work that you do. So I hope this is helpful. Leave me a comment below. Let me know how you tap into who you authentically are, how you discover that. Share below and help someone else tap into their authentic self. So that is my tip for today to help build your self-confidence to be more authentic in your leadership. So until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve. And if you would like more to be able to tap into your authentic self, then head to www.clarityworkbook.com. And the workbook is meant for a roadmap to help guide you to the next level in your leadership, including understanding who you are. So grab your free resource today and I will see you soon. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.